Hey, this is Brad Nortman from KBN. Tune in to Kyle Breston Nortman from 2 to 5 every day. WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee. A locally owned Good Karma brand station. It's time for the best 60 minutes of your life. This is the Homer Hour. Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studio at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Alongside former Badger and Packer Gary Ellerson, here's Emmy Award winner Homer. The best 60 minutes of your life and of your day. I can tell you only one thing. There is 0% chance that Rex Ryan is going to be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. How do I know for sure? Matt LaFleur is not hiring that kind of a guy. No. His... I'm a nice guy, which I said soft, and now I say no, I just smart. But I think he's soft too. Um, it worked. He had a very young team, and they came around. It worked. Joe Barry worked. Joe Barry's approach worked, or however Lafleur fit into taking over the defense. However, I don't, I don't know the specifics on that. But there's nothing about Matt Lafleur's approach that should change based on what happened. In fact, he should feel even more secure with his approach and the kind of coaches he wants. I would think the um, Staley, the guy who was with the Chargers, would fit. Uh, He's, um, again, he has a certain uh, style that's similar to LaFleur. And however LaFleur views things, if I was him, I would think my approach worked. We had a young team that nobody believed in, and everybody thought the season was over, myself included. And in fact, not only was it, was it over, we got better. Why would he feel like I need to change the kind of person or the style of person? Um, Patton would have been more like Ryan, but not Ryan's out of control. Crazy man, nuts. He wants to be the guy. It would be very similar to if they were successful to the Bears when they had Mike Ditka and he hired Buddy Ryan or had Buddy Ryan on the step. Buddy Ryan was all his defensive guys love Buddy Ryan. And when they won the Super Bowl, they all put him uh, on their shoulders. Well, uh, why would Buddy Ryan or Rex Ryan not fit here? Because Matt LaFleur is not Mike Ditka. Ditka didn't care how big anybody thought they were because Ditka, in his mind, you're not me, I'm the man. So he never felt uncomfortable with that. But LaFleur, come on. Rex Ryan's not his guy. I don't know the nature of the other ones. I don't know what Zimmer's like. I don't know what what they're what they look for is a Fritz Shermer, Dom Capers. There are people that have been successful at defensive coordinators. That or are strong or opinionated in their style, but they're not. I want to be the man. That's Rex Ryan. Uh, again, I don't know about Zimmer. 
Uh, and uh, don't know about Martindale. Uh, Martindale seemed to create some things, but uh, it's got to be somebody LaFleur is comfortable with. And as I said, the season in the end, as it moved on, if I was LaFleur, I'd feel more comfortable than before at my approach and the kind of coaches I want. Um, where do we stand now? We're trying to get up. Fridays is always Gary Ellerson. And uh, he is sometimes in studio and sometimes at, uh, at an unknown location, probably at his house. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't know unless you're uh, uh, on YouTube and looking for it then. But today, a big part of today would be his uh, analysis of the season um, and what he wants done. I, I caught him a little bit. Uh, on KBN to talking about uh, the different people. Um, but that's the only thing that I would say for sure is that Rex Ryan is not going to be the defensive coordinator. Um, I didn't think that the Bucks would uh, hire Doc Rivers, and I lost $100 on that bet. Someone said to me early in the year, the uh, uh, the new coach will be gone before the all-star break. And I was so sure that that wasn't going to happen. You keep a coach for a year that I said, fine, I'll bet a hundred bucks. I would have bet 500. I'm lucky. I didn't lose 500. I just lost a hundred. Uh, I, I would bet the same hundred dollars. Anybody wants you go to Ted's and Tosa, give the money to Kevin. Uh, I'll give you two to one odds on Rex Ryan. Um, nothing's been announced. I don't want to make a bet after Rex Ryan's been named. Um, the defensive coordinator. But, yeah, uh, I will be at Ted's tomorrow morning prior to the Marquette game. So bring your money. You get two-to-one odds. Bet 100, win 200. As many as you want. I, I cannot do this uh, on air. I've been told it's a violation of rules, but I can tell people to go to uh, Ted's and Tosa. Uh, any other bets that you would like to make if we don't have uh, – we're working on uh, – Gary Ellerson, if we can't get him, that will make it the betting hour. Um, Gary is good to go. Joining us now is Gary Ellerson. Will he take my bet? I give you two to one odds. There is no chance Rex Ryan is going to be the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. If you think so, bring your money, whatever you want to bet. Thousand would be maximum. Uh, bring it to Ted's and Tulsa. Give it to Kevin. And whatever you bet, I will double it if, in fact, Rex Ryan is the next defensive coordinator for the Packers. The bet ends as of noon tomorrow. Uh, Gary, you want to take me up on the wager? No. Because? Well, because that's not what they're going to do. That's, I mean, all these guys are comfortable hiring guys that they know. I mean, if you want to win the Super Bowl, if you want to get to the Super Bowl, go hire Rex Ryan. Go hire Bill Belichick. Go hire Wink Martindale. Stop hiring all these guys you know. Get outside your comfort zone. Matt LaFleur, you go down there and coach the offense. Let the defensive coordinator coach the defensive coordinator. That's just my view on it. Now, there's a lot of other young names out there now, right? Well, no, I think I think, I what... think the one that fits the best to me is Brandon Staley. Well, no, he doesn't. Keep Joe Barry. Joe Barry's never been a Same head guy. coach. No. Same no. guy. Defense. Defense. I know. Guy. Defensive guy, but incredibly different. No. Um, they won the Super Bowl with him and his as the defensive coordinator. He was head coach of the Chargers 
for three years. I don't believe Joe. Uh, I don't believe uh, Joe Barry's been ever been a head coach before. Um, same guy. Same. Same guy. guy? Me, All right. Same guy to me. Nice no, guy. Don't no. want him. You, you got Mark Juan Manuel out there, right? Al Harris is out there. Uh, who's the, the guy from uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers? But to me, Homer, I don't have time for a guy to develop. I don't. He doesn't I have do, to develop. This guy I was do, a defensive I, I coordinator want, for. I don't want my friends coaching with me anymore. Oh, okay. I want to be uncomfortable this time. But don't – no, wait. Now, let's be fair. When you say that, I'm not going to argue with the premise, but I'm going to say all the coaches I know always hired uh, – Forrest Gregg, who was it? Dick Mojaleski. Uh, yeah, Mike Holmgren, yeah. Fred Shermer, he Fine. had to know something of Shermer. Everybody always hold, uh, hires the guys uh, they're comfortable with. Mike Dicker, who did he hire? Uh, I don't know what the status was Buddy. in terms of when Buddy, Buddy. got there. They, they weren't friends. I know, but that you know that. That's because Mike Ditka's crazy, man. He didn't care who you are. I'm right. bigger and better right. than you. They're the Forrest, most head. Forrest, Forrest Greg and, and Dick Mosey. Yeah, they were friends. friends. For, well, they they knew each other for like 50 years. They were. I well, think, they, didn't, they didn't act like they were friends. I, I remember Forrest <laughs> leaving. Forrest left. Yeah, he didn't. Well, that's meetings. because Forrest. Walked, is, down, yes. walked down to Dick Mosey room where the defense was having their meeting. All I hear was. Forrest, you better get the blankety blank out of here and go run the offense. Yeah, I can I can believe that. But Forrest Craig had his own issues and problems. We're Fred Shermer had been the defensive coordinator for the Rams for eight years, for the Cardinals for two years, and then for the Packers in '94. So, um, I just here's what I want, Homer. I just want a proven head coach with a dominant personality that knows what he wants. A proven I head coach or a proven defensive coordinator? Defensive coordinator. Oh, defensive okay. coordinator. I don't, I don't want a defensive coordinator that's going to bow down to the head coach. I think, I'll have to check, it looks to me like Wink Martindale might be the closest thing to, uh, to Fritz Shermer. He was a defensive coordinator with the Ravens 2018 to 21 and the Giants. Yeah, and everybody likes everybody likes anybody associated with the Ravens, though you don't know if it's because the coach is good or because of the players they draft that they're just definitely tougher, correct? No, you don't. You don't. Yeah, I'll go with Wink Martindale. He was uh he worked for Jack Harbaugh's father as an assistant at Western Kentucky. Wow. He was part of the Ravens coaching staff that won the Super Bowl. Promoted to a uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, they parted ways on 2022. He was hired right by the Giants. Um, I'd have to check to see. Their defense uh, last this past year was terrible. Um, but I don't know how you uh, – uh, people are telling me I need to look at other stats. But he certainly is kind of what you're saying. Defensive coordinator with the Broncos in 2010. With the Ravens, eighteen to twenty-one. With the Giants, uh, the last two years, so he would fit. Right. He's a Fred Shermer kind of uh, similar, right? And I think that's what they need. That kind of guy. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a young guy to come in and cut his teeth here. I'm looking for a proven veteran defensive coordinator. All right. How about Zimmer? He would okay, fit fine. your category. You go with Zimmer, and and Zimmer may be safe. Zimmer could. Mike Zimmer could be fine. Could do that with him. I'm trying to look at, uh, yeah, he's 67. Um, yeah. I think Martindale's a little bit younger. Now, Mar uh, Zimmer has the, 
head coach, but defensive coordinator for the Bengals, for the Falcons, uh, for the Cowboys, Washington State. Um, we well, what do State. you want, Harmer? What, what are you looking at? What do you want? Uh, I like that concept, but I, you know, the question is, is what kind of guy is LaFleur comfortable with? And I emphasize that. I think he's soft. I think he's easy. I think, but it worked like whatever his approach is this year. He took a very young team and did amazingly well, especially when they struggled early and his, his, uh, his defensive coordinator was soft, but he got better too. So if I'm if I'm LaFleur, based on what happened this year, I'd be like, I'm going to do it my way. This worked. I mean, I had to get rid of the defensive coordinator because, whatever, fans were mad or I needed to try a different approach. He wasn't aggressive enough, maybe. But the standpoint of how he is and how he reacts to things, uh, if I was him, I think it's good. It's soft. So I don't well, I don't I want, don't, I don't want yeah, crazy see, man. And I've never – he w- name the, the craziest yeah, man he's hired like, as the defensive coordinator. Or it I is the like special the teams. Well, the word soft to me that comes out of your mouth doesn't sound positive. No, well, then I'd say smart. He looks for smarts yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you sounds like you're calling Matt LaFleur soft. He is I soft. It's, it's a pro. He's soft. Yeah. He's a yeah, nice I guy. I don't like – yeah, I don't like All right, that. Who's word. the softest guy, nicest guy? Yeah, do you like do nice that? better? Do you like nice better? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's more than one way to do it. No, that, I mean, well, well, fine. That's so, what you say, but give me an example. So, Name me a nice guy who won I mean. a Super Bowl. Nice guy. Now, I'm not going to – soft, I can uh, see it because football well, is a tough game. Let's look at uh, – well, we'll take a break nice and guy, then we'll uh, look up – Yeah, well, give, McVay? No, definitely not. You can tell. He's not a nice guy. Well, compared to the other guys he's around, don't you think there's a, there's a toughness there between him and LaFleur? Just watching him? How's that? I don't know. Uh, it just he seems – does he run up and down the field a little bit? No, I mean, his response in press conferences, things like that. He seems a little more demanding to me than than, than LaFleur. But you would say, uh, you would say McVay, a nice guy. All right. Yeah, nice guy. Okay. All right, we'll we'll take a break, and then we'll, we'll, we'll check the uh, Super Bowl winners. Or I'm willing to accept someone who gets to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to rule out somebody. Like, uh, let's say Jack Harbaugh. Not Jack Harbaugh. Um, Jim? John, Jack's the dad. Uh, John yeah, Harbaugh. Jim. Jim uh, yeah, John. Jim's nuts. Is John a nice guy? No, I don't think John's a nice guy. What is John? John I think John's a, a tough guy. I can't tell what John is. Okay. I mean, I think if you're Harbaugh, I'm not, I'm you're, I, I he's mean, nicer than Jim. He's nicer than Jim. I can't read John Harbaugh to save my life. But okay. what I do know is, he can coach a hell of quarterbacks. Uh, which one, Jim? John. Or John, okay. That's coming to the Chargers. Oh, oh, uh. Which one's, which one's going to the Chargers? Jim. I'm, I'm getting confused. Jim. No, no, Jim. All right, we got three. They're all Jays. We got Jack Harbaugh, who's the dad. He won, a national, he won the national championship in Western Kentucky and coached under Bo Schembechler for like 15 years. And he was on the Stanford right. staff with John Elway when they had the famous uh, marching band game. He was at right, the right. And then, so then you have Jim. He was the quarterback and everybody hates him. Then we have John, right. who everybody seems to like because, I mean, anybody you're going to like more than Jim. And you follow John and he goes, he has a toughness to him, a sternness. Um, that's probably a better word. You you just don't like no, soft, do you? No, right. no, no, uh, no. 
No. Do you uh, like nice or intelligent? Smarts. Why we got to be all that anyway? Can I just be a coach? No, because there's a certain style. All right, give me a coach you played for. All right, uh, Forrest Gregg, bully. Uh, Dave McClain. Dave McClain, tough. Nice, nice. Dave McClain was nice? That's what you would call him. Uh, No, yeah, I don't know if I would. Because if you're not tough, you're nice. No. It's somewhere. They're like like John Harbaugh has a little (laughs) of both. But yeah, I got you. Got to pick between the two. Yeah, if he, you're not tough, you're nice. But I'm I'm willing to go with uh, <clears throat> nice is better than soft. As I think it's more a question of smarts. You have these guys that are smart and they're trying to outsmart the opponent versus the kicking in, your uh, butt. The, the guy in Miami, who's the head coach in Miami? Oh yeah, he's smarts guy totally. Video man he's guy smart. McDaniel, whatever says yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, totally. Is that, is that smart? Oh uh, yes, okay. yes. But he's definitely, I mean, I don't know it that well. And, but, and what's, but what's what's Dan Campbell? Oh, come on, you have to ask? What's Dan Campbell? Dan, he would chop your head off. He would bite your head off. So that's tough. And yeah, that, oh, come on. He's the definition of tough. So what's, 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 for example, what's, what's for example, for example here's the thing. Tough, uh, Campbell would look at you and go, I'm going to kick your butt. And you know what McDaniel would say? I bet I had a higher SAT score. I bet I beat you at what's, video what's, games. What's, what's Andy Reid? Tough. Andy Reid's not tough, man. Man, he's heavy. That's what he. That's what everybody thinks. Reed. Andy yes, Reed. he's now, tough. How about this, Omar? Yes. Andy Reid's a player's. He's a player's coach. That's what you get mixed up here. Matt Lafleur, player's coach. This is what you're missing. You're missing nice and soft for players' coach. You're missing nice and soft for 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 coaches respecting their players. Their player. I coaches. think they all respect what, them. They're just and, tough. Some you know, are meaner than you know, others. N- n- no, you're looking for coaches that respect their players, All right. and that's what you're getting. That's what you're getting soft, screwed up here with. All right. Okay. Um, Al McGuire. What's Al McGuire? Tougher now. He's still getting fights with his players. Come on, John Paulus. John Paulus. Tom Crean. Tom, Tom Crean. Crazy man. Tough. It's like it was like being in the it was like being in the uh, crazy tough, not necessarily for for purpose. Uh, tough to be tough, even though there's no reason for it. It was like playing for the Navy SEALs. Insanity, Kevin crazy. Kevin oh my God, crazy tough, insane tough. Uh, let's see, John Paulus. He was he the basketball coach when you you were there? Yes. Nice. No, no. Oh, no. nice. No, he was not. Steve Yoder. Bill, Bill Cofield. Cofield. I don't know him well enough to know. I didn't didn't observe him well. Players enough. coach. Players coach. Players coach. Steve Yoder. Who cares? When you Players really coach. lose, no one Don Morton. Players, no one cares. Players if you coach. lose, Players it doesn't coach. matter. Just you're just a loser. Don Morton. I don't. I don't know what he was. I know. All right, Barry Alvarez. Tough. Oh yeah, Bill. Uh, uh, Bron- uh, uh, what the next guy? Uh, Bielema. Brett Bielema. Tough. Paul Chris, coach. Paul Chris, players coach, players coach, yes, he could be players sneaky coach. tough. I don't know that you know players, some players coach. Chris was a players coach, and Alvarez yeah. was not tough, okay. but also a players coach. Oh. He was one in both, and there are very few guys that can do both. Barry Alvarez is one of those guys that can do both. Okay, I'll go with you there. All right, we'll we'll disagree on more things coming up. 
Uh, we still haven't gotten Why Gary not? Ellerson's recap of the season. And then Let's expectations. I have like seven questions I ask you as far as expectations. Okay. They're going to win the division. Uh, are they going to uh, have a winning record? Are they going to make the playoffs? Are they going to win a playoff game? Are they going to get to the conference championship game? Are they going to get to the Super Bowl? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? This is expectations. You're not required for like, this is what's going to yeah. happen. This is what your expectations are. Next. More of the Homer Hour coming up next on 94.5 ESPN. Recruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is the Homer Hour on 94.5 ESPN. Hey, folks, it's time for me to talk about my good friends over at Best Electric. They're a family-owned and operated company that has been in business for over 50 years. No job is too big or too small, from residential to commercial projects and even electrical vehicle charging. Best Electric provides quality at fair prices. Keep your family safe this winter with whole and partial home generators so the power is always on. Don't forget to keep your electronics and appliances protected with home her with home surge protection services connect with the best and visit bestelect.com expectations for the green bay packers in 2024 or uh i guess we can finish up 2023 uh maybe you can explain to me how a jordan love could throw that pass on first down i believe still the worst first down pass ever in the history of the nfl in a similar situation um there's no concern about time, no concern about yardage, no concern because he had timeouts. Uh, Brett Favre did throw a interception on first down in the game on 4th and 26 against the Eagles. Uh, I believe on that one he thought that Bill Schrader was going to be running deep. and So that would be the only first down. When he blew the game for the Vikings against New Orleans, it's third down. It's impossible for me to comprehend, as good as I think Jordan Love is and as well as he played, how you can make that pass on first down. I want to think that he didn't. He forgot what down it was. But I will defer to you, uh, Gary Ellison. How would he throw that pass? I just, I, just think, I just think maybe the moment was too big for him. Okay. And just, just got outside of him a little bit. And I think that's part of the whole maturation. I think that's part of the whole growth that we're going to see from Jordan Love. I mean, Would you say the same if, got, if, you're, if he went out on the field without his helmet? It was just the moment got too big for him. I mean, at what point is even the moment got too big for him doesn't justify a, a performance? Well, I think that going on the field with a helmet is a little bit absurd. Homer, okay. Well, that's, no, what he did was absurd. That's that's the level of which I mean, you, I, I make mean, the that's play. Not even, not even the same. Well, I mean, I mean that's, that's how I, I try to explain how bizarre. Oh, I, okay. How right. how incredibly well, well bizarre but, to you. First down. Bizarre. Right, you've ever seen it. You. you haven't seen it since high school. Bizarre First to you. First down. Right? What? Bizarre to you. Bizarre yeah, because I you. like Jordan Love. If I thought he was bad, then I would say this tells you what, what you're going to get the rest of your career. I don't think well, no, it is. He made, a, he made a mistake. You're right. He made a mistake. He'll learn from it. He'll grow from it. Okay. Homer, don't, don't, don't you remember watching Brett Favre yes. throw all these interceptions. Not on first down. Right? Not in that t- no, not in that situation. It no, no. It doesn't no. matter. Oh. It doesn't that's not it's not what I'm talking about. Just relax for a second, okay? okay. Right. Bring it down or not. I am just gonna ask you a question. Yes. Brett Favre had a penchant for throwing interceptions. Yes, he did. Right? Correct. Okay. And 
maybe not on first down, maybe not on second down, maybe not on third down, maybe not on fourth down. He just had a penchant for throwing interceptions, Correct. right? Yes. I was at a I was at a Packer game once, and I remember seeing Brett Favre throw the football away out of bounds. The crowd went absolutely nuts. Just like he finally threw a ball away. I, I remember that. And as we well. so we had just grown to see Brett just try to fit it in there through all these picks. I remember Mike Holmgren standing over Brett Favre and go, "Hey, Brett." No more rocket ball, yep. right? And so, uh, and so that's who Brett Favre was. I'm not saying Jordan Love is going to be this way, but what I'm saying is Jordan Love will learn from these things that happened to him this year. What did the dude play? Like 18, 19 games? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all he's got in his resume. So I, I think it's a learning experience for him. Now, you may call it something other than that, but to me, that's all learning, learning experience, and he will grow from that. Okay, well, no, I th- I think he will, but I just I even that, I uh, and you go back and do with Brett Favre. I don't think uh, you know. And I think I think I think Jordan Love is probably make a comparison. I hate doing this, but Jordan Love is more Brett Favre than he is Aaron Rodgers. I feel at this point right now, like he'll take more chances. Okay, I mean they're at some point. I mean, you you've played in games where something happened. You went, "Oh my god, how'd that happen?" Right? I mean, mistakes well, occur him, all the and time. I'm not, I'm not saying that wasn't a "Oh my god" throw from Jordan Love, right? Considering the timeouts you had, considering the time left on the clock, right? Considering that you were breaking out to your right, where you could have just thrown it out of bounds or ran it. I mean, there were a lot of things he could have done other than what he did. I mean, that was the last resort, and he knew that after the fact. So you, you back up. Anyway, all right, let's get the expectation. Because I, st- I still believe in Jordan Love. If I thought this was an indication. I'm not you don't. That, that if this was an indication of uh, of stuff, it would be like it's over. I would say it's over. There's no way this guy's ever going to be special. You can't no, do that. Well, you don't but, know that. Yeah, right. But no, it's because the rest, that's what's so hard for me to comprehend because he played so smart and did so many good things for, what, eight or nine games in a row. But all right, so what do you want to say as the recap uh, to the 2023 season? Take it away, Gary Ellison. I think the recap, I think the, the biggest recap of everything that we've seen at two and five, we thought it was over, didn't you? I, I, yes. I think at two oh. and yeah, two and five, why, we thought this thing was Right, that's why I give LaFleur so much credit for whatever his approach is. It was an amazing turnaround, historic. Matt, Matt LaFleur, not only with that, he had to deal with that turnaround. He had to deal with the Jair Alexander situation. He had to deal with the Joe Barry situation. These are all big things that were happening in his locker room that Matt LaFleur was able to wrap his arms around and get everybody pulling in the right direction. The special teams weren't great either. They were the most penalized special teams uh, in the NFL. They had to get that all figured out. So there was a, lo- a lot of moving parts going on that I think Matt LaFleur didn't get credit uh, that he deserves. I'm looking at the coach of the year. He wouldn't even mention as far as the coach of the year. Nobody expect for the Green Bay Packers to be where they were. Right? No, I he mean, didn't. He didn't what, get any the, votes the job for coach he, of the year because no one, yeah. no one followed the Packers. No one knew they existed. Yeah, right. They're two and five. It's they, over, and it's nice. They're, they're watching. Right. And they don't have they don't have Rodgers and and uh, which uh, I don't lose any I sleep say, over. I think he did I, as no, impressive a job either. as anybody. I, well, you're right. I would say the best coaching job in the NFL out of any teams that are left right now. Tell me again. The best coaching job in the NFL 
by Matt LaFleur of any teams that are left in the playoffs right now? Um, so okay. you got Dan Campbell, right. you got Harbaugh, yeah. you got Andy Reid, right. and who am I missing? Um, who am I missing? Uh, San Francisco. Shanahan. Right. Uh, Shanahan. Yeah. Best coaching job out of all those four guys. It's not even close. For the season? Yes. Um, okay. Not I even close. But part of that was created by how terrible he was the first seven games, right? I mean, I don't know. He's... Oh my god, you you can't you can't you can't help yourself. Well, no, I can't. With all, what? Okay, hold on. Just answer that. Then what? Who? What? Who was to blame for the first seven games? Well, that was the part of all these young guys. Okay, so it's the young guys. Over. Okay. Yeah, he had to get these guys all on the same page. Right. They didn't know what they didn't know. Hell, they didn't even know what a bathroom was in the facility. They had to be walking. Well, you the would know if it, is it that bad when you're a rookie? Yeah, you is don't know hard? where you're going. He had no idea where the meeting rooms at. You had no idea where the meeting rooms at. Where, where's the parking lot? This is my parking spot. They don't even know any of that stuff. Well, where's the practice facility at? When should what time should I go down there? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about small stuff, and then I got to figure out the playbook and where to be and where I'm supposed to be, and what what's the hot call, what's not the hot call. I think early on we saw this team offensively struggle with where they were supposed to be offensively with these receivers. And I think they did a great job later in the year getting on the same page and understanding what this offense is all about. It took them a better part of eight or nine games to get that figured out, Homer. I think that all do. Of course, I think Jordan Love deserves some credit with that. I think Matt LaFleur most certainly deserves some credit. You're talking about Stenovich, oh, Tom Clements. All these guys had to get all these young players on the same page. David Bakhtiari goes down. You're like, What's going on with the offensive line? Elton Jenkins goes out. I mean, the offensive line was absolutely horrible. Josh Myers, I, don't, I didn't think, played well the first five or six games, and then he got better. So this team was just in, in flux early on in the year, trying to find themselves. Now Rasheed Walker has proven out over the last eight, nine games, man, we, we got a steal at left tackle. Was he the seventh-round pick? Are you kidding me? We got something that we can move forward in the future with, which we didn't think we had when Bakhtiari went out. No, I would agree. Yeah, there's the 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 job of the offensive line and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't lose any sleep over yeah, coach of the year because I know. I know, you're not they don't. Impressed. Well, no, they don't give it to the best coach. And Lafleur did as good a job coaching as anyone. Other, than, I would think well, maybe you. the guy with the. With Houston, no one thought they were going to be that. That guy did Thank an amazing you. job, yeah. too. But Yes, um, agreed. Yeah, so if he finished last in coaches of the year, I don't care. Uh, I care about how good I think the job he did and, you know, how good you think it is. And um, I, I just thought the whole year they just didn't, you know, they no one got no one got that impressed with Jordan Love because after two and five, I don't think they even, anybody even watched the Packers. What difference does it make? So you're – you know, eight and nine or nine and eight, two and five, what's the difference? And then, you know, when they won the playoff game and then the second one, then all of a sudden you notice, but you're not going to go back and do the history of it and say, oh, they were this bad. I didn't even know they were playing. So, um, yeah, they. Uh, then now we get to expectations for 2024 from Gary Ellison. Next. The Homer Hour is back after this on 94.5 ESPN. Surrounded. 
You're listening to the Homer Hour on 94.5 ESPN. The Homer Hour, Gary Ellison now with his expectations for the 2024 season. This is not stating what will happen, but what is appropriate to demand or believe the 2024 Packers are worthy of doing. You ready, Gary? Yeah. Unless there's something else that you want to uh, pass along. No, no. I I, I like what you got. I can answer your question. Okay. Ask me the question. Am I soft? Yeah, I don't have a word for you right now. Don't do that. What do you mean? I am soft. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I'll admit it. No, I know people that are not. I'm soft. I'm not soft, soft, but but yeah, I'm soft. All right. Expectations. You ready? Well, I think if you, yeah, for me. All right. Will uh, they? You, will they have a winning season next year? They better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes, that'd be our expectation. Right. Yes. Will they, yeah, the win they win the division? What is your expectation? I think the expectation for is for the Detroit Lions to win it again. All right. Okay. So not necessarily. Will they make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs. It will increase it's, it's the a, possibility that this year was a fluke. Yeah, well, it, well, it depends on what it looks like. Correct. Because you could have injuries a lot, right. of things, but they got to make the playoffs right. next year. Yeah, it depends on what it looked like. Can't be no two and five. What's the point of making them this year if you don't make it next yeah. year, right? Well, you can't. You, you, it depends on what it looked like, but you can't start at two and five. That's right. not going to work. But you got to remember they're, 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 the teams that they played this year are tougher than what they were last year. Correct. So they're yes. going to play some very competitive teams this year. And. Uh, all right, so we have expectations. Yes, winning season. Don't have to win mm-hmm. the division. Have to make the playoffs. Win a playoff game. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you have to assume the expectation for next year is as good as this year. Otherwise, you're saying this year was a fluke, right? Because you're going to yeah, be you're think, younger yeah. and more experienced. Yeah, I don't think this year was a fluke, but but you could be hot. You could you know, have those years where everything goes were, your way. And then the next year you're not as hot. Certainly. Here's what's gonna here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, Homer. Defenses right now, a whole year sitting watching Ooh. tape of Jordan Love you in bet. the offseason. Yep, mm-hmm. it's gonna change. Defenses now this offseason, a whole year watching Matt Lafleur what he's doing, and your ske- schedule is tougher. So it's going to be tougher for them to get to that 10, 11 wins than it was this year because now you're giving these guys a whole year. The NFL, when they get tape on you, and these guys can sit back and figure out how to defend this because right now the Packers, the way they did it, they're the new kids on the block. I mean, you've already heard Shanahan talk a little bit about it to his team. This is not an Aaron Rodgers quarterback team. This is what you see is different. So this is something that they've never really seen in NFL. So now we're, what we're going to see is Matt LaFleur's adjustment to the defenses on what they give him. Like, for example, Jordan Love, play more zone. If you're playing man, if you're blitzing him, looks like he can carve you right up. But if you're playing zone, 
it appears that slows him down a tick or two. So maybe he'll see a little bit more zone coverage. Or maybe they're mixed zone and man up a little bit more. They're going to get something different. Maybe Matt LaFleur, maybe what they want to do. Because right now what I do like about the offense, Homer, it's not it's not dominant to really one Right, right. so if they person. you get the feeling if they take away one thing, Jordan Love will find something else. He's got Correct. options. And that's what you like about yeah, it. That's so, what you like about Yes, it. totally. Um, oh, by the way, discount liquor Twitter poll question. Do you have confidence in Matt LaFleur to hire a good defensive coordinator? Yes or no? Gary Ellison, do you have confidence in Matt LaFleur to hire a good defensive coordinator? He has to. His job is on the line. I understand. That doesn't mean you have confidence. Yeah. We know what he has to do. Yes, yes, I have confidence. Yeah, I do too. I have confidence. Yeah, I have confidence, yes. Um, but I'm not sure what the percentage of people will be um that are saying that. What does it look like right now? When did you put it up? Uh we just put it we're just putting it up right now. Just put it up. I think okay. there's a I th- this will be yeah, a good indication yeah. of the confidence that people have in in right. Matt LaFleur. Like right. you know, he had a great year coaching, got significantly better over the course of the season. The team played mm-hmm. better. Uh the offense was better. He did a great job with the young quarterback. I don't know how much involvement he had with the defense as, you know, late in the year and but the defense got better and yeah, he did uh, so you're hoping he'll do a better job picking a defensive coordinator than he did the last time. Right. That's what you hope. Yeah. Because it really had worked out for him. And I think, Homer, he may have to step outside the box. And, and what do I mean by stepping outside the box? That was going to be my next question. That, that, that Shanahan tree, that McVay tree, all that. I think he may need to go somewhere else outside of that to find a defensive coordinator. Hmm. Now that's the question. Got, Is he willing teams, to go outside the teams, box? You've got four teams left right now. Yes. Chiefs are playing really good defense with what they have. Mm-hmm. Ravens is probably the best defense in the league. Agreed. Uh, you're looking at San Francisco. Campbell, Campbell over there at Detroit. Their, their, their defense, defense stinks. Just, it's just okay. Nothing oh. to write home about. Right? Right? And, and what was my last crew? It's San Francisco. Their defense is very San Francisco. good. And they've always, they Salah leaves, they just plug and play guys over there as far as defensive coordinators are concerned. And those guys are doing a good job. So if I'm looking at it, maybe, I know San Francisco's on the tree, but they've been so well. Maybe you're looking at someone from San Francisco. Maybe you're looking at someone with the Ravens. Maybe you're looking at someone with the Chiefs that has left. If you're not going to make a choice right now. Yeah. Uh, well, Those three teams I'd be looking at. I want to check to see just how bad Detroit was. They're right. Uh, they're not as bad. They're like, they're but way below the Packers. Mm-hmm. They were like 20. There have been teams, bad defensive teams in recent years that have made right. the Super Bowl, not winning, but mm-hmm. they're like 22nd, 4th, 6th, 8th, 23rd or something in terms of points wow. given up. Wow. wow. Yeah, no, they'll be. They'll be one of those rare teams that, that folks. That, well, folks often folks often thought nowadays you got to be top fifteen to make it in what defense. You definitely have to be top ten in offense. In the last uh, right, the last yes. seven years, uh, the lowest anybody's been is seventh, seventh and eighth. First, right. second, second, third. Defense is a lot different. I mean, I go by points yes. given up because I believe in that. Sixteenth, yes. eighth, fifteenth, seventeenth. Yes. 
the uh, the Lions are the odd team this year. They're like twenty second, yeah. and and yeah. Um, one team that lost the Super Bowl must have been four or five years ago. They were twentieth. Um. So you've had like some, I said, top fifteen. You've had some bad defense, defense. but offenses yeah, you, you got to be much better. Remember Denver's Denver's score. offense was horrible the year they won it with Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, um, they were. I, Peyton was horrible that year. Yes, he was. Fourth quarter with Gary Ellerson next. More of the Homer Hour coming up next on 94.5 ESPN. Football guy. Good morning, Tausch. How are you? Football guy. Coleman. This is the Homer Hour on 94.5 ESPN. I like the nightlife. How about you? I want to share some nightlife. Let's do, let's get Go beyond your field of study and get a world-class education and leadership by joining the U.S. Army ROTC as an Army officer. You'll work side-by-side with peers who support your growth, and you become a role model mentor and decision-maker. In any environment, at any scale, it's a challenging path, but along the way, you'll sharpen your skills and show yourself and those around you exactly what you're capable of. Decide to lead at GoArmy.com officer or contact your local Marquette University Army ROTC program to get started. Fridays with Gary Ellerson. Do you have I like a... that. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Fridays with Gary Ellerson. That right. is. That's what it is. Yeah, go get your fish fries somewhere. Um they're all over the place. Um, we need a we need a we need a fish fry sponsor. We can figure that out. A fish fry sponsor? We have places that have fish yeah. fries. You have you have all kinds of places you go to. Um, we need a restaurant to sponsor this show, Fish for Fry Fri- Friday. Fish Fry Friday with Gary Ellerson. With Gary Ellerson and right. Steve the Homer, too. Uh, anything else you would like to add yeah, about man. the 2024 season of the Green Bay Packers? Because that's way more important to me than uh, what happens in these remaining playoff games. Because the Packers are out. It's over. I, I, yeah, you, you're, 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 you're right on that. Uh, but still, I mean, Detroit. We'll, you, we'll follow Detroit because that affects the correct. Packers next year. When you're watching the NFC. You're watching the NFC, right? The teams that the Packers got to go through. The 49ers probably got another two, three years left. Right. When do they have to pay pay Purdy? Uh, I'm they, not sure. When but, they got, yeah, but when we know this: Purdy, the Packers don't have over. to do anything better than this year to win the NFC no. next year. No, all they got to no. do is so, not screw up at the end of the game or the game, right? I mean. San Francisco's the best. Is anybody going to be better than San Francisco is this year? Uh, probably not, right? Somewhere at that level. So, like I was saying, is that you, you've you got to watch the NFC. Okay. And it's got yeah, to be right. San Francisco, right? And it's got to be, what you said as well, it's got to be the Detroit Lions. Because you got to watch the teams that are ahead of you. Normally, you see some of these teams take their game to another level. i like to see what Detroit can bring to the table against uh, the uh, the 49ers. I'm not sure how good they really are just yet. Jared Goff, here's the thing, Homer. He's going to throw you three picks Sunday. They got to be ready to get them. Will they be ready to get them? Well, isn't it the view is seems to be when you put some pressure on him, you can get him to make mistakes. If you don't put the you pressure, to, you, don't you don't even, even have to put pressure, pressure on, on him. Goff. He's going to give you a shot to take one back to the house. I mean, you would, my word. you would be shocked. You would be shocked if uh, um, if Detroit won, or is that not the right word? No, I like. I, here's my thing: if Debo doesn't play, 
Yeah. I think Detroit has a chance. Because I think Brock Purdy leans on Debo a lot. He makes the game so much easier for Debo. They can throw all these wide receiver screens over here all day long, and Duke goes out and get 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 yards. That's the easy throw for Brock Purdy. That's like a no-brainer. They don't have to really read any defenses to go make that happen. So to me, I think I think Debo, his health will determine to me who wins or loses this game. Um this is probably a bigger issue to me. Sure. Are you willing to say the Packers are as good as any team in the NFC? That when the season, when they start next year, will you believe that the Packers, based on what they did this year, are as good as any team in the NFC? Or is that is that going a little too far? No, that's going too far. But I do believe the Packers were the best team in the NFC this year. Right now. Right now. Yeah. That lost to the 49ers. They were the best team in the NFC. To me, Homer, the Packers should have should be in the Super Bowl. They've yep. already beaten Detroit, right? They've already handled uh, Kansas City. The, the only team that I fear out here is the Ravens. The Packers beat everybody else. There's only one team left standing that can beat the Packers, and to me, it's the Ravens. They were the best team. But is the, the answer, yeah, they're yeah. the best team. They didn't make it because – we all said it. Everybody said it. That's the price of having a young team. You can't Correct. count on young teams, and not counting on young teams is what happened in the end. Is that is that just the analysis of the year? That That's the analysis of the year. Right. And let's find a kicker for next year, please. Can we get a kicker? Well, no. You If he's going to miss, make sure he missed field goals instead of extra points because they don't count extra points as reason to get rid of a kicker. You want to join that club? You're good. Yeah, no. that's true. If those had been 33-yard field goals, he would not have been on the team at the end of the season. Do you agree? They're extra, extra points that didn't count. Packers yeah, as good as any team in the NFC when they start next season. You still say that's a little, going a little that's far. A too, too far-fetched. All right, we'll, I'll give you next week a chance to come up with the exact statement that you like. Let me find a defensive coordinator first, and then I have an answer. For you have you. you have one you want? I'm I'm. I don't have one. Let don't me you? find who they take. Let's see. Who I'd, they like, take. I'd like I'd uh, like Zimmer has a different system. I'd like uh, if Martindale's adjust if the adjustment is very small. I like him. I like anybody associated to some degree with Baltimore because you know what they put a whooping right. on you. They do. Yes. They play physical football. Yes, they do. Thanks, Gary. Thank you, buddy. Fridays with Gary Ellison. I don't know what's next, but it won't be as good as Gary. Next. She's my only one at this show. Love me right. Whatever you do, make sure you do it.